welcome to the Bullcast Podcast. I'm Katie Pickler, and with me, I've got both my guys today. Court wins it. Hello, Katie. And Cameron Spann. I'm alive. (laughs) (laughs) Cameron is... Before we record... uh, Go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, Cameron is joining us remotely. (laughs) Yes, and I'm I'm alive and well, which is good. And I must say, before we continue, you guys have done a beautiful job without me. I don't think I'm needed anymore. No, 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 no. We definitely need you, for sure. (laughs) I mean, you haven't haven't heard episode 83 yet, so... (laughs) (laughs) Oh goodness! Okay, well, well there's I'm happy the, to be here. Yeah, glad to have you here. And there's our opening bell. So this episode is kind of one I've been pitching for a while now, and every time I've kind of brought it up before I even finish what I'm saying, court's kind of like, Ooh, I don't know. Let's let's not go there. And it's because it's talking about kind of a sensitive subject, and I kind of feel like I'm, you know, pot kettle because this is a topic that I get asked a lot lately and I don't really want to bring up, but here we are. Well, okay, so I will I will say that I am very much of a mind that this is not the kind of thing that you pressure someone into. So I'm very much I, I never I try never to ask the question that you're about to to, to discuss. Yeah. I try never to ask that question of anyone because I don't think it's any of my business when someone else makes this decision. Okay, and so I we... love I love that we keep teasing this exactly. without actually telling them what it is. <laughs> but I will say I am very excited about this topic because I am in the middle. I'm in the throes of it. <laughs> okay, y'all, we're talking about babies, so. This is an episode where we kind of want to just briefly really kind of go over the things are, are you financially ready for a baby? Obviously, there is so much that goes into the emotional and, you know, you're never fully prepared no matter how well you plan. So this is just kind of what we can say as financial people giving some advice on, are you financially ready for a baby and kind of how it's been teed up a little bit, but I'll clarify where we are coming, the three of us, I do not have kids yet. Um, it is something that I think we want at some point, although at Christmas, I got berated by even my in-laws this time. My, my p- dad has always said something, but I was shocked that my mother-in-law made a comment of like, yeah, next year, next Christmas, we want little feet running around. I'm like, well, we can get a dog or something. I don't know. <laughs> but so, I am a fan of puppies. <laughs> but so I'm coming from the perspective of I do not have kids yet. We're considering it at some point. So that's my take of this episode. Court? Uh, I'm done. I'm I'm finished. <laughs> Robin, mine, you hear that? He's done. Mine are, mine are grown. Mine are out of the house. In fact, we just sent our youngest uh, just uh, yesterday. She flew back to uh, to her school for another quarter of school. So um, our house is, we, we are spending a, a majority of our time with an empty nest these days. Um, all of, you know, I've got adult children who are who are graduated, adult ch- an adult child who is about to graduate, and an adult child who is still attending school, but very, very interested in spending as little time with us as possible. So, But you're, you're probably closer more towards the thinking about giving advice to your kids sooner rather than later about them having kids. Yeah, if they ever ask. Um, they, 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 none of them have ever asked me my opinion or asked me for any advice, but if they were to ask, I would certainly give them give them whatever advice I have available. Yeah. And then Cam? Yeah. So I've got an eight-year-old, a six-year-old, and a four-year-old, and it is uh, loud and chaotic <laughs> and awesome and terrible and wonderful all at the same time. And guys, I think we are done. Okay. I think we are done. <laughs> okay. Okay. So that is where the three of us stand on this, because I know 
talking about babies is something that a lot of people want to know, well, why do do you have a leg to stand on with this debate? So I wanted to lay that out there. Um, But first, let's have a little fun. Let's do our list because we're trying to get back to doing that. So these are some fun movies uh, about babies. Fun movies about babies. <laughs> I don't think there is such a thing. A fun movie tried, about a baby. I tried to pick some ones that are kind of fun. Like, I, I, I was going to say, oh, I noticed this one isn't on here, but it is. So never mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Court. Okay, you? the first one on here is Junior, which is <laughs> the, uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where he yes. plays the pregnant person. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Wow. That was a classic. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito. Because um, this one came out around the same time as Twins. Yes. They did together. I recall that. But yes, it's that um, Arnold Schwarzenegger is carrying a baby. And it, it's, it's funny. Now, tell me, what is this next one? It's Due Date? I don't remember it. You've never seen Due Date? I didn't say that. I just don't remember it. Not from the title. Robert Downey Jr. and... Um, oh, and, and Zach, Zach, Zach Galifianakis. Galifianakis, yes. Yes. And this one's all about him trying to get home... Because she's about to have a baby. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, it's a fun one of like the sacrifices the dad goes to. And I mean, I just love Robert, Robert Downey Jr. Well, sure. And Zach. Yeah. Wolfpack. Yeah. Wolfpack for life, baby. <laughs> okay. The next one is Baby Mama. Yeah. And I'm, I am kind of, uh, I am treading very, very close to danger by saying this out loud. But Uh-oh. You know, people are big fans of Tina Fey and Amy Poehler together. And so this movie is, uh, a lot of people love it because it is a Tina Fey, Amy Poehler movie. And they're teaming up. And I'm not a giant fan. I I am a fan of Tina Fey. I love Tina Fey. But I'm not a fan of the whole Tina Fey, Amy Poehler dynamic when they're together. So I'm kind of weird that way, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it's, I I think I saw it once. But it's an interesting dynamic because it's that... Amy is carrying a baby for Tina. Mm -hmm. So that's why I threw that one in there. It's a different type of dynamic. Yeah. Uh, Next one is nine months. I've seen it. Have y'all? Yes. I I used to love this movie when I was younger. I don't Mm. know why, but I did. Well... Uh, I, I do I, I do remember it and I mean I, I remember it mostly fondly I mean it, it didn't he had to get rid of his he had to get car. Fr- no he had to get rid of his Porsche his, his <laughs> he, he drove car, yeah. a 911 and he had to give that up and get the uh, get the Ford Explorer yes so that was a sad that sad was very time. sad yeah uh, Father of the Bride Part Two I Duh. know we t- <laughs> yes <laughs> we are big Steve Martin fans around here but uh, this. This one just cracks me up for sure because the mother and the daughter are all are both pregnant at the same time, yeah. and he's very that scene where he's stressed on which room to be in, and um, of course I love when Frank gives him the sleeping pill because he hasn't slept, and then he just knocks out. Please pass the rose. <laughs> That is, uh, that is a line you will hear from me a billion times. <laughs> I say it all the time. And it's just Steve Martin saying, please pass the rolls. And then he face plants he, into his food. So. Yep. yep. Next one is Look Who's Talking, which <sighs> I say that with a sneer. I did not like this movie. Oh, I love Look Who's Talking and Look Who's Talking too. Oh, no. Look Who's Talking too was even worse. My word. It was terrible. Yeah, with the an- with the animals talking? I don't Oh, no, no. That was Look Who's Talking Now. That was number three. Oh, 
okay. Number, I forgot they had three. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Number two was um, was Bruce Willis playing the son, and they had a new daughter who was voiced by Roseanne Ball. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It was garbage. <laughs> I, I liked this movie very much, the original one for sure, but it was very interesting when, you know, the comment of when Kirstie Alley comes home and she does not have the same body that she had. And mm. that was very eye-opening as a girl. Like, oh, your body does completely change when yes. you have a kid. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, next is Where the Heart Is. Yeah. This is that uh, Natalie Walmart. Portman. Yeah. Natalie Portman uh, lives in a Walmart pregnant and then... Has the baby. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I feel like that was a little bit, there was a little bit of a, a more dramatic edge to that. It, it wasn't was, light it, and frothy. It was. It was very, you know, because the, the dad, um, the father of the child, and mm. there was a lot of drama with it, but she was a really good mom and trying mm. to take care of her kid. Yeah. Um, what to expect when you're expecting. This was another one that was kind of filmed like those, um, you know, Mother's Days and New Year's Eve. There was all multiple different stories yeah. and how they all intertwined. and um, A bunch of cast members get thrown together into a movie and, yeah, and some big but, stars and, and it, so forth. It shows the, you know, the one that's struggling to have a baby and who thinks everything's going to be perfect and wonderful. And it's, you know, gets all the worst possible complications. We actually watched this the other day. I mean, this is the kind of thing that Robin makes me sit down and watch <laughs> with her. And uh, it, it didn't get better on uh, the rewatch than it was the first time I saw it. Now, this next one, I don't know that this one has aged well. Um, there are elements of it that I think are now when I watch it, I'm like, ah, oh, Jason Bateman being a little creepy there. But... Uh, at the time, I lo- when it first came out, I loved it. It's Juno. Yeah. Um, and this was about a teenager who got pregnant uh, after basically her first time. And uh, she meets a couple who uh, who want to adopt her child. And, and it goes from there. Um, it's uh, Elliot Page, although at the time she was um, Ellen, Ellen Page. Ellen Page. Um, and Jason Bateman, Jennifer Garner. Uh, is it Michael Sarah? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, you know, it's it's got a good cast. I mean, I, I didn't list a person there that I don't like and that I don't enjoy watching yeah. in movies, but... Um, and it was it was very very well re- received and reviewed at the time that it came out. I totally forgot that Jason Bateman took a dark turn in that movie. Oh yeah, because he yeah. was kind of the creepy like yeah. hitting on her stuff. He was the creep creep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, the next one, Knocked Up. I mean, I, I mean, I love it. This came out before Katherine Heigl really started being hated by everybody. Yeah, like she was, she was, her star was on the rise. Everybody thought she was great, you know. And and this came out, and it was, uh, uh, what is his name, uh, Judd Apatow. It's a Judd Apatow mm-hmm. movie, and so it's it's got that Judd Apatow, you know, gross humor in it. Uh, but I thought it was hilarious. It I was, thought it was funny. And of course, this is the, the, the sort of the spiritual prequel to or not prequel but this is the 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 40 something was a sequel to this movie yeah. but of course 40 something focused on characters that were side characters mm-hmm. and knocked up yeah yeah i thought it was interesting i liked it uh bridget jones baby <laughs> Yeah, I don't really remember. I mean, I, I know I watched this. I don't really remember. Yeah, it. I mean, it's. I don't think this one was my favorite. I definitely liked Bridget Joan Diaries, the first one. But it's just, you know, continuing the saga. And she still has the love triangle. 
And Mickey and Maud. That's the last one on this list. Mickey and Maud. Okay, this is an old Dudley Moore movie. Oh, I do remember this. And um, my mom and I used to watch this one. And we still, you talk about the please pass the rolls comment. Mm -hmm. We still make the comment, Kitty, get off the bed. Because in this movie, Dudley Moore is in love with two women. Um, he actually marries both of them, and they both have babies. But he is kind of doing the Steve Martin, having to go back and forth. And I, the, the line that I remember from this movie is something that's always made sense to me. He's mm -hmm. talking to his friend about wanting to be married to both of these women and yeah. wanting to have wanting to have the babies that both of them are pregnant with. And he's talking to a friend, and his friend says, "You can't have your cake and eat it too." And Dudley Moore's character goes. That's not right. It's you can't eat your cake and have it too. Have your cake and eat it too. Of course you can. That's but to eat your cake and still have it. That's the trick. Ah, yeah, I forgot <laughs> that line from he's, it. He's he's wrong because the yeah. saying is you can't have your cake and eat it too, but it, you know, his logic makes for for from in my in my mind when I saw the movie, I was like, well, yeah, that makes perfect sense. It makes sense, yeah. <laughs> now guys, yeah. I've got to say I mean, I've been like Dirty Smeagol in the corner over here. I haven't really participated in this, in this <laughs> Dirty list. Dirty Smeagol. But, but I have to say I'm a little disappointed a certain movie didn't make the list. Uh-oh. Now, which... this is a movie that's made two of our other lists, and it is Baby Boom. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and honestly, yeah. I looked through this list to make sure that Baby Boom wasn't on here, mainly because we've brought it up in two other episodes. But yes, that we is... We beat it to death. <laughs> Well, I mean, we haven't beaten to death Father of the Pride. Yeah. <laughs> Never. Maybe one day we will get Steve Martin on this podcast. That would be amazing. Ooh. Goals, y'all. Keep living your dreams. Podcast goals. <laughs> okay, so we have beaten this list to death, so we will move on to the actual topic. Are you ever really ready for a baby? Cameron? Um, yes. I'm going to say yes. You're going to say yes. You're 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 ready? I mean, I, I, a person in general. Okay, yes, Phil, yes. go. Here, here are my thoughts. You know, this is all about are you financially ready? And I've had so many friends who have been concerned about their finances. Do we have enough saved? My hot take is you're ready. You know, it doesn't matter what you have. You know, life will find a way, as they say in Jurassic Park. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying if you're living in a sleeping bag behind a rundown blockbuster, you should have a baby. But, you know, if, if you're in a house, if, if you both have jobs or one of you has, has a job, I say you're ready. Things will fall into place. You'll find a way. Humans are creative. That's my hot take. And this is why we wanted to make sure we had Cam on this episode, because he does bring that to it. You know, I've always heard, and I haven't been down that road yet, that you're never fully prepared you don't really know what's going to come up and you do have to be creative and adapt because everyone who has these great plans, it's kind of like, ha ha, yeah, okay, I'm going to plan and I'm going to try and have a baby at this point. And that doesn't usually happen that way. Or, you know, you think that you're going to be able to work to a certain point and then you get, you know, put on bed rest. Things like to get thrown and you've got to be ready to adapt. And so I think what this episode's really about is control what you can control and try and get all your ducks in somewhat of a row so when they get a little wonky, you can quickly try and get them back in a row again. And it's not that you're starting out with them all scatterbrained prior. I don't really think you ever, at least not when it comes to planning for children, I don't think you can really ever have your ducks in a row. You more set them up, your ducks, like like bowling pins. Okay. And then they get knocked <laughs> the heck over by the bowling ball that is the child. 
Yes. So I want to ask you as parents, becoming a parent can be emotionally rewarding, but financially draining. According to the U.S. Department of Agriculture, it costs more than $233,610 to raise a child from birth through age 17. This does not include the thousands of dollars you may spend putting them through college. So does that number to you guys sound about right? Not even close. Okay. I mean, I feel I, I, I feel like that that is that is that is probably a, a national average. Two hundred and like thirty four thousand dollars. Yeah, that that just seems that seems really low to me. Unless that's unless that's time adjusted. Are we saying that I need to have two hundred and thirty four thousand dollars in the bank right now, and, and or invested right now to last me over the next seventeen that's years? That's what it's saying. It's. The or are they saying that at the end of 17 years, I will have spent 200 and something thousand dollars? Because I think that is wrong. Yeah. It may, I could see I could see if, if somebody wrote me a check, like stroke me out a check for 250 right now, let me invest it, and then live the next 15 years to caring for my child just off of that. Maybe that works. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Cam? You know, yeah, that sounds about right to me, but it's all relative. I mean, you can live off of ramen and live in a <laughs> tiny one-bedroom house and... And come out way under that. Yeah. But I'd say that average sounds about right to me. Okay. So if you consider all the financial implications of becoming a parent, you might end up childless. Uh, because, yeah, you could actually drive yourself crazy thinking about all the cost. And and I love that we have children in the background. <laughs> I think this is fitting about this episode. Um, but you can drive yourself crazy thinking about, well, what if... You know, what if heaven forbid you have a child that has a disability or has something, what are going to be the financial implications of that? And so I think that's where, you know, Cam, to your point of you will just make it work. You know, if you want to be a parent, you will get creative, you will figure it out. But, you know, making sure that you're kind of in a good spot before you get to that point. Now, obviously life happens and, you know, as much as you can plan, sometimes there's jokes on you and you have a kid. (laughs) Um, and so when you, you know, have a new little member of the family, family and why can't I not say family? I don't know. I like that word, Katie. I like that. Some, deep, like that. some <laughs> deep seated psychological issues going on over here. I'm like, you're like, let's not talk about it. Talk about family, Katie. For bababibli. For bababibli. For maybe. Hashtag for bubbly. Hashtag for bubbly. There's a lot of stress with this, okay? Like, obviously, I'm getting stressed talking about it. Um, <laughs> Are you getting the sweats, Katie? <laughs> I'm getting the sweats. I'm getting the tears. It's getting a little crazy. Okay, let's talk real things. Moving on. Moving on. Planning financially for a child. So, obviously, the first thing is, do you have somewhere solid to live? What are your debts like? And, you know, we've talked about this before, differentiating between the good debt and the bad debt. But, obviously, if you're you know, owe money to everybody under the sun, then maybe you may want to try and work on getting some of those debts taken care of prior to adding another mouth. And it's not just like a temporary thing. This is 17, 18 years that you're going to have to be taking care of this person. So might want to consider that. Start thinking about the cost. And that's something that, you know, in my, my life right now, you know, it's me and my husband and I have, you know, we have animals. And so I don't really have to think about, okay, a whole nother person. How do you do this? Mm. And so I could now start looking at my budget and figuring out, okay, where could I tighten up? Where could I get a little extra money and build in kind of that mystery X amount each month for said child? Mm. So that's something you can start really looking at your budget and seeing, does it fit? 
Now, if you are, every dollar you're bringing in is being immediately sent out and you have no excess money, you might want to work on building up your emergency fund. But your emergency fund with a kid is going to need to be higher because uh, are kids expensive, Cam? You bet. <laughs> You bet. <laughs> you betcha, Katie. You betcha. Yeah. You betcha. This podcast may be like Katie not wanting to have kids. <laughs> no. Listen, you ain't laying that at our feet. Sorry. I know who's going to listen to this podcast, and we're going to do everything we can to convince you to have children. <laughs> children are great, Katie. They're not stressful. They're very cheap, and it's just great. They're very cheap. You can They're feed wonderful. them ramen. They fill all of the emotional holes in your life. <laughs> yes. They'll save marriages. They're 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 wonders. They're just wonders. <laughs> oh Lord, don't even get into the whole saving marriage things. Like, don't do that. But no, okay. So you know, taking the emotional side of it, say that you have determined, yes, y'all are ready. You want a kid. So really, like I said, take a look at your budget. Take a look and see, you know, how is your cash flow? How is it coming in? And think about the long term. Like, is this a you're in a stable job? You're in a you're going to have a steady cl- cash flow coming in. Y'all, I cannot talk on this episode. It's stressing me out. <laughs> <laughs> and then looking at your budget, like maybe go ahead and start now before you even are pregnant, starting to, you know, tighten up the budget to have a little excess because then, I don't know, some people, you know, you might get pregnant and then instantly have to change your budget and your spending and then you're pregnant and bitter. That doesn't combine well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think everybody, Katie, in the world gets pregnant and automatically becomes bitter. I wasn't saying you're some some, some people. Some people might face that danger, but I, I think it, I don't think it's. I was meaning like if you weren't having to be on a budget and you knew what you spent and all of that, but you were having to tighten up your budget and you waited until you became pregnant, then you could be mashed with like hormones and having to lessen your budget. Like, lower. That could be bad. I'm speaking for myself, y'all. If you were like me, you might want to change your budget now and kind of change your spending habits now. So then by the time you say, okay, yeah, let's try and have a kid, you've already like dealt with that. That makes sense. I mean, yeah. I don't think that's how we did it, but yeah, it makes sense. Maybe we should have done it that way. This is, this is all like the ideal. Obviously, it doesn't happen this way, but... If these are things you can do. And obviously, this is stuff to do prior to getting pregnant. But if you get pregnant, you got nine months, not which actually, no, you have 10 months. That is a lie we've been told. It is not nine months. It well, okay. Guys, so, as a side note, I'm already thinking of titles for this episode. And I'm thinking like fiscally fertile or fertilely <laughs> financial. Oh, Lord. My word. Yes. Um, the fertile fields of financial fiscal freedom. <laughs> Are you sad you have me on the episode again, Katie? Was oh, this a mistake? Lord, I'm like getting scabies on this episode. Like, this is, uh, <laughs> scabies? I don't know. Why did you go to scabies? I was thinking hives, and then I was like, something worse than hives. <laughs> oh, my word. Where were we? we I was talking about... I screwed things up. You're fine. I was talking about how, you know, this is stuff that you can do in adjusting your budget, and that these are suggestions on, you know, if things are going to work out, and you can plan it out. But it doesn't always happen that way. Well, yeah. And sometimes it's just like... Okay, well, we're pregnant. Let's let's get our ducks in a row, or ducks in a bowling pin, or yeah. whatever you want to. I mean, the, 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 I think one of the things that we do have to point out here is that you, there is a difference between planning and driving yourself crazy and overstressing. I mean, maybe yeah. you know, 
some people are probably better off just being surprised by a child. Robin and I very much planned out our first one. We knew, we talked about it for months and months and months ad nauseum before we finally decided, okay, we're going to have a kid. And then it took us a long time before Robin actually got pregnant with her. And then she was born. Um, Our second child was a surprise and we did not plan at all to have our second child. And so, you know, having done it both ways, Mm -hmm. there was certainly a whole lot less stress the not planning. The the not planning time than there was in the in the planning time. Um, but well, then there was a whole lot of angst right after we found out we were pregnant with our second one, or she was pregnant with our second one, uh, as far as, you know, what are we going to do? How are we going to handle this? Can we yeah. handle this? But it didn't take us very long to go, you know what? Yeah, we, we can we can do this. We, yeah. we got this. So well, us at Pickler Wealth, we do financial planning for people, and that's really taking a look at the overall picture, building in goals and all of that. And and one of the, the flaws I have with this system, and I, I'm trying to fix it, is how you take someone like me and Daniel and that we know at some point we want to have a kid. We want to build that into the plan. But the software will not, you cannot put in a future person. And so what I've kind of done is manipulated it and saying, okay, in year 2024, I want our living expenses to increase by this much and then be inflated over, you know, the next X amount of years. Mm-hmm. And so I've kind of in a way finagled it that way because I want to see the numbers. I want to see what we need to do and have that coming in. And so, yes, it's, you know, personal preference, figure out what you want to do. But if you are trying to figure out if you're financially ready to have a baby, then there are ways you can kind of look at it and think about building in another person and paying for that person. And you're never going to be able to know what's going to happen if, you know, there's a disability or if something happens, but you can be ahead of it and start exploring what is the cost of daycare if you both are working and you're going to have to pay daycare? What is the health insurance? What does that look like? Um, talking to maybe your employer and figuring out what is their standards on, or not their standards, what is their policy on maternity and paternity leave? Yeah. Because that's something that you'll need to consider. Okay, well, if... How much time are you going to take off from work? How much time do you want to take off from work? Uh, What? How how family-friendly is your company from the perspective of oh, my child is sick. I've mm-hmm. got to take off to stay home with my sick child today. I can't be at work. You know, th- those are those are some things that not everybody necessarily considers because not every company is the same. Yeah. Some companies will be very tolerant of, sorry, I can't be there today. I've got to, I've got to stay home with my sick child. And some companies are like, oh, you're on the schedule. You need to come in. Yeah. And I've heard some friends who, um, you know, their job may be that they can only take off four weeks um, paid and or it could be unpaid but so some people may take off more time so they need to make sure they've got enough money saved up that they can take that time off and not be getting a paycheck right so I mean, yeah and i feel i feel like i need to backtrack on my first comment because i think it came off as a little frivolous like oh anybody should and can have a baby it can be intense when you find out you have a baby it's exciting but there's also a lot that goes into it it can be very expensive it is very stressful so I feel like I needed to clarify that. <laughs> well, I mean, you no, know, you, you don't have to have riches like Scrooge McDuck to have a baby because I do have some friends that feel that way. 
um, it, it's a balancing act. Uh, Cameron, you, you bring up a good point, and actually you bring up, a, I was going to interject while Katie was talking a second ago, and you can probably chime in on this as well, because sort of feeding off of that, one of the things that I was kind of sitting here thinking is, you know, trying to plan ahead. Katie was talking about putting extra expenses into the budget down the road and then inflating that out uh, over the years. You do, you will have added expenses when you have a child, but you're not necessarily just taking a child and adding all of those expenses of a child on top of your existing expenses. Because let's face it, Cameron, once you're once you have a child, your expenses change. There's a whole lot of stuff that you were doing and paying for before you had a child that you stop doing and or paying <laughs> for after you have a child. Yep, like your your travel budget may totally change. Absolutely. If you know your your going out budget, your entertainment budget, you're not going to. You're not taking that 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 screaming baby yeah. to a to a restaurant at you know you just you you, you change the way you live life or at yeah. least I did I don't know Cameron what about you Court all I have to say is that'll preach I completely agree <laughs> that will preach by the way can you hear my kids screaming in the background yes Which I think is I think it's perfect I think it just it adds a little ambiance <laughs> we love that for sure but you know yeah I agree and so it could be one of those that you're switching where you've got this healthy travel budget but then that travel budget lessens and turns into the expenses you need for, you know, baby food and formula and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I mean, I think I wanted to do this because people prep so much of like researching, you know, what kind of stroller should they have? What kind of crib should they have? But they also need to think about making sure their finances are in order as much as possible. I mean, my answer to that question for me was, what kind of stroller am I getting at the baby shower? What kind of, <laughs> you know, what kind of crib can I afford? You know, it, 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 people, people, people approach it differently, obviously. Um, just don't, don't stress yourself too much out about it in the, in, in the front end. But it is, you know, I think, I think we, we, we sort of are walking a line here between, explaining to some people, hey, lighten up, it's going to be okay, you, it will, you will make it work. And then on the other end of that, talking to people that are just absolutely baby crazy and aren't thinking about any of the challenges at all, yeah. and trying to talk them back off the ledge and say, hey, you might want to consider this first before you, before you go out and have a kid. My, yeah. my, my wife, not that we ever would have done this, but my wife would have had a baby at 18 years old. She was, she loved babies. <laughs> and, you know, at 18, that would have just been an absolutely crazy, crazy idea. But yeah, there are two phrases we use on Bullcast a lot. And I think they both pertain to this. It depends. And it's a balancing act, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. For sure. But I mean, yeah, that's that's the thing is, is because my uh, Aunt Virginia and Uncle Wayne, um, they never had children, but they both ha- had such successful careers and really left a great legacy. But I, I asked the question, of course, when I knew them, they were already, you know, close to retirement age. And they said, yeah, we wanted to have kids, but we wanted to make sure we were financially ready. And they had some crazy number in their mind of how much they wanted to have as their net worth before they'd have a kid. Well, it just kept, you know, never getting to that point or they just kept going, oh, well, no, we'll wait till after this project. We'll wait till after that project. And so, yes, I I mean, I've been kind of the the one side of it, but I'll flip on the other that um, if you, if it's important to you and if you want a child, you can make it work. And that's what I think, you know, Cam was saying of you get creative, you figure it out. That's where you have your partners, um, your financial partners to try and help you look at things that you may not be looking at and tell you like, hey, well, just think 
you know, all those times you've been going out to eat and traveling and stuff, that money will switch to be able to help you with this baby and look at different things because it is something that's very fulfilling and having a kid is an emotional thing. It's a financial thing. And heck, one of the, down the road, if you have a kid, that kid can help take care of your retirement if you didn't save enough money. My word. <laughs> and this is a great segue. A couple months ago, Abby and I met with Katie regarding a financial plan. And I cannot um, stress the importance of a financial plan because they, they walked us through those things Katie was saying that you don't think of necessarily on the front end. Like we talked about college. We talked about private versus public school. We talked about cars in the future. And boy, do those things add up. It's a little stressful. It made me sweat. Just a hair. Uh, weddings. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> yes. When I asked Cam, I was like, do you want me to build in a budget for his daughter? And he's just like, uh, <laughs> okay. Um, cause it's, <laughs> but it's stuff that obviously it's personal choice, which you do. And, and that gets more into the planning for kids. And so a lot of this is more of kind of making sure things are in check figuring out about the health insurance, looking into if you need to do life insurance, um, adjusting your emergency fund, seeing if you need to cut monthly expenses. But it's just kind of taking the concept of having a kid and looking at the grander, bigger picture and seeing that this is an investment. This is an investment in your life and in your family and that there are things that you can do to align that it's it's going to be not as stressful or painful, hopefully. I mean, we kind of went through that, but we can, uh, Court well, I mean, showed me this there, list. Yeah, <laughs> she, uh, Katie has this list, and this is, this is I think, um, some things that we, we did touch on a lot of these, but I do want to make sure we hit some of them, because some of them are, are, are things we haven't touched on yet. Um, and it's just a list of things, I guess, to do before you have a baby. Is that the basic? Yeah, it's okay. kind of just different things. Compile or a list, maybe prepare for right a baby. right after you have your baby. Mm -hmm. uh, before and after kind of thing. So the first one is make sure you have health insurance and that it is up to date. Yes. Uh, that is key. Uh, giving birth can be very, very expensive if you do not have insurance. But if you have insurance, it's usually one of the things that they actually cover a, a good number of your expenses for, for the whole yeah. child birthing process. And I mean, I haven't been there yet, but I've heard that some doctor's offices will actually have you kind of like doing like payment plans almost. Like every time you come in for your checkups, you're actually paying towards the birth. Mm. And then obviously, if you want the ice chips, then that'll be extra. Like Number two <laughs> is create a budget. To get, <laughs> yes, you're paying extra for those ice chips, I guarantee you. <laughs> Number two is create a budget to account for your new family member. Of course, we've discussed mm -hmm. that. Uh, one of the things that we didn't really hit on hard that that we sort of breezed over, set up a savings account for your baby. Uh, and, and of course, that can be a savings account. You can go ahead and start uh, putting money away for them for any number of expenses that you know they're going to have in the future. And then, of course, obviously, the most obvious of those would be an education savings yeah. plan, a 529. Mm -hmm. Which you have to, to do the 529, you do have to have a social security number. And so typically you get that about a month after you've had the baby, um, you can open that up. But we have had, I know one of my best friends, she uh, is pregnant right now, and she asked about starting a 529 account for her kid. And, and you can start one and just have it in the name of the parent and then switch it to the child once yeah. you get the social security number. Yeah. Okay, purchase a life insurance policy. This is a big deal. And we have I know we've hit on this before, but we'll hit on it again because we're kind of doing a greatest hits here. Life insurance matters not just for a parent who works, but if you have a parent who is a stay-at-home parent, mm -hmm. 
then you may also need coverage, life insurance coverage for that person. Because what is the working parent going to do if something happens to the stay-at-home parent? How are they going to cover what that stay-at-home parent was doing yeah, for the family? Yeah, because they make a financial impact for sure if you have to hire somebody to do the child care, all of that. So life insurance and a life insurance analysis is something you definitely want to look at. Uh, update, I can't you know, I can't believe I haven't brought this up at all. Update <laughs> or, and or create a will. If you do not have a will when you have a child, you need a will. So that's, that's, uh, that's yeah. a big one. Uh, you did talk about planning your maternity leave, paternity leave schedule. Uh, and of course you will have to have the last one on the list is adjust your emergency fund. Mm-hmm. Emergencies are a bigger deal when you have children. Absolutely. Yeah. So there is the list. Do we need to cover anything else or do we need to wrap it up? I mean, I think the last thing would really then be, um, maybe when you get pregnant or even as you're planning ahead of time, think about the childcare. Cause that I've heard that that is very expensive preschool and daycares and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. If you are both working, figuring out how much that's going to cost, or if it's going to be that you have, you're thankful to have a family member that can help out, but that's something to really plan out and think about the financials of that. And also, I don't know if it's a rumor or is it true that like you have to get on waiting list for daycares, like before you that's very true yeah for some of the the like you will be able to find a place that you can leave your child but is it is it the is it the child care experience that you want to have uh does it fit what your needs are what your child's needs are and you know does it does it meet all of your expectations and the ones the 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 closer they come to to meeting your expectations katie the higher the likelihood that there is there's going to be a waiting list i think there was a sex in the city episode when miranda gets pregnant and she's like oh yeah i'm trying to find uh you know a a daycare and the lady kind of snubbed her and was like oh i I was on a waiting list before i was even pregnant and i'm like oh my gosh Mm. that's crazy we didn't do that what did did mj say um in spider-man far from home something like lower your expectations so you won't be disappointed (laughs) (laughs) for some reason i felt that was appropriate here yes yes what it what what it god what was it if you never expect anything good to happen you'll never be disappointed or something like that. that's it that's it yep (laughs) and i mean the last thing is obviously like look at your home and your vehicle that's something you've got to consider like we talked about Mm -hmm. with nine months nine months getting rid of the porsche he had to get rid of his porsche Mm -hmm. and if you if you and your spouse are bursting at the seams with just you two in a little house like you know do you have space for a little one to come in and yeah and i think the answer to that can be yes you can make it work uh if you need to that that doesn't necessarily need to be a hill you die on but uh obviously they are those are some things that you got to take into consideration yeah it's you know becoming a parent can make an immediate impact on your finances but you also have to consider the bigger picture Will being a parent allow you to continue pursuing your other financial goals, retiring um, comfortably? Do you like the house you're in? Will it, you know, do you need to upgrade, higher mortgage? Are you planning a job change that could impact your salary or your healthcare benefits? You know, there's, these are important questions that you need to discuss. And again, it's that balancing act of I may be too far on the plan, 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 plan side of it and listen to. Kind of, as you're doing this, have me on one side and have Court and Cam on the other side. And you've got the two balancings because then Court and Cam are telling you, you know, you're going to make it work. Yes, kind of do some planning, but 
it, it'll be okay. Well, I mean, you know, and listen, we are a financial podcast. <laughs> At least that's that's what we're trying to be. And so we have focused on the financial aspect mm-hmm. of this. There are a whole lot of other things that go into considering and into consideration before you decide that you want to have children. Uh, there is a lot of emotional stuff. There is a lot of uh, a lot of family dynamics. A lot of other things. Are you prepared? Uh, you know, is your maturity level <laughs> sufficient to raise a child and to be responsible for another human being? Yep. A whole lot of other things that we're not even touching on. So we're not saying that, that that we have necessarily outfitted you to be ready to have a child and to know for sure that you're ready to have a child. But, you know, this is one aspect of it. Now you need to figure out the other stuff on your own. <laughs> I think that's Quartz Bullseye. Figure it out on your own. <laughs> figure it out. Okay, so... Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are moving into our bullseye segment, and um, I'm going to, obviously, Katie, I'm going to let you go with your bullseye, because as usual, you've managed to give a summation already, but, you know, let's do another I like to sum it up and then sum it up again. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so my bullseye would definitely be figure out if you're financially ready for a baby by just taking a look at your financial health, and that's something that doing a financial plan with someone like us or whoever it is, but really just taking an overall look, seeing how you're doing, and if you need to make some adjustments, try and see if there's some adjustments you can make now to put you in a better spot for when you do bring in a new person into this world. And the biggest thing would be looking at the debt and trying to get a handle on your spending that you know what's what's coming in and what's coming out. So that's my bullseye. Okay, and my bullseye is going to ride off of Katie's just as it almost always does because I'm going to say, basically, even if you don't consider all of this before you get pregnant, don't worry. Yeah. That doesn't mean that that all everything is ruined and that you can't possibly be successful as a parent. These are things that you should consider no matter what stage of parenthood you're in. Until that child is out of your house, and maybe even after that child is out of your house, these things ever will be really out of your house. These things will <laughs> go on to be considerations that you should have forever. The financial impact of having children and raising children, and and just everything that we listed throughout the episode, just be prepared for it. Whether whether you haven't gotten pregnant yet, or whether you are giving birth tomorrow, or whether you just gave birth a month ago, make sure that these things stay on on top of your list of priorities. Bullseye. I've got one. Yeah. And it's a two-parter. The first part, in my humble opinion, um, if you want to have a child, or you want to adopt a child, and you have this ungodly dollar amount in your head that's that's kind of stopping you from doing it, Stop it. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) You'll figure it out, but you've got to just have an honest look at yourself. Are you a responsible adult? Do you have a steady job? And do you have people close by that can help out in case of emergencies? And then my other part is more of a shout out. I just want to shout out the single parents out there because as a guy who has, has a wife and we work together to raise children, that's hard enough. But seeing the single moms or the single dads out there do it, I don't know how you do it, but you guys are heroes and champions. So I just wanted to get that out there. 
thank you for saying that because it actually triggered something. I know we bullseye, but I got to add a couple other things. Like, <laughs> yes, um, we didn't even talk about if you are going to adopt or if you are going to go the IVF route. Like those, those are different things as well that can come about and that are very expensive. It is extremely expensive to adopt a child, and even more expensive to do the whole IVF and all of that. But it's if if there's a will, there's a way. And that's where finding those financial partners to help you out. And yeah, I got to say, you know, parents are amazing and echo off of what Cam said with those the single parents. I, I, I oftentimes text Cam and go, I don't know how you do it. You know, I, I babysat my two nieces for a little bit. And I'm like, I am worn out. How do y'all have it? Three kids all the time. Alcohol, Katie. It's alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Just like, kidding. Just kidding. Like y'all actually people drink when they go trick or treating. I had no idea. I just thought parents just, you know, walked around with their kids and were happy. Well, now don't give away all the parenting I'm sorry. (laughs) That's another episode of all the uh, parenting secrets. Ladies and gentlemen, there is the closing bell. You have made it to the end of yet another episode, episode 84 of the Bullcast Podcast. If you like what you heard and you'd like to hear more, please feel free to go to your favorite subscription service and subscribe to have our podcast beamed directly into your face every Thursday at noon. Uh, If you'd like to find out more about me and Katie and our podcast and Cameron, you can find out about all of us at our website. That is bullcastpodcast.com. We have uh, bios for all of us. We also have a place where you can leave us comments, suggest uh, suggest topics for episodes, so on and so forth. Just have a blast with it all day long. Um, if you'd like to hit us up on Twitter, we have a Twitter handle. That's at Bullcast Podcast. And if you'd like to look at pictures of us, which, let's face it, who wouldn't want to look at pictures of us? Uh, you can check us out on Instagram. Our handle there is at Bullcast Podcast as well. And finally, Katie, Cameron, and I all work at a place called Pickler Wealth Advisors. And if you'd like to find out more about each one of us and the rest of our amazing team and our boss, David Pickler, and what it is that we do for people, please feel free to go to our website and check that out. That website is picklerwealthadvisors.com. That's advisors with an O. Not an E. Oh, Katie, you tried to take my life. I see how it is. I I did two episodes without you, so I messed it up. Sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) you now know where to go. You now know what to do. And you now know whether or not. Who to call? (laughs) You now know whether or not to have a baby. Uh, And if you don't, figure it out. (laughs) So for now, I'm Court. I'm Katie. I'm Cam. And we out. <laughs>